0: We look at the LA Kings scouting department and in particular, the man that's been running the Kings drafts for the past 16 years. Next on Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. On today's episode of Locked on LA Kings, we look at longtime Kings director of amateur scouting, Mark Unetti and discuss how he and his staff over the years have helped put together a collection of talent that's helped the Kings rebuild, win a pair of Stanley Cups, and now rebuild again i'm eddie garcia your host for locked on la kings i've worked in sports media for almost 30 years 20 plus years at the fox sports radio network where i'm a co-host sidekick reporter and nhl analyst i'm also co-host of the puck podcast a weekly nhl review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate la kings fan for the past 30 years martinetti is a name you might not know but you probably should know he has had his fingerprints all over the LA Kings roster for the past 16 years. Um, after a couple of years as a scout, he was named the Kings Director of Amateur Scouting on June the 5th, 2007, and he has headed the team's scouting department and led the Kings in the NHL draft ever since. He has served under both Dean Lombardi and current Kings GM Rob Blake. Um I feel like that's pretty rare uh in this day and age. Um I'm not sure where Mark Giannetti stands as far as his longevity uh, when you're talking league-wide, where he he stands. Um, But I I would be pretty willing to bet that it's it's pretty high, that uh, his tenure with the LA Kings um, is as long as uh, most, especially to be able to uh, last over multiple general managers. Now, of course, Rob Blake was an assistant GM, and was promoted to the full-time GM job after Dean Lombardi was dismissed. Uh, so that certainly makes it an easier transition. Uh, you've got a guy already in place, and if you think he's doing a good job, there's no need to bring in your own guy. But I, I think most of the time uh, in the NHL, when you do have a general manager change, when you bring in someone from the outside in, that guy usually wants to bring in his group of people, and that usually means a change in all areas of the organization, including the scouting department. But again, Mark Unetti has been doing this for quite a long time for the LA Kings. Um, he is considered one of the best in the business uh, and that is part of the reason why he has had uh, such a long tenure with the LA Kings. Now we're going to look at all of the drafts Mark Unetti has presided over since taking over in 2007. Now obviously that's many years so we're going to break it in half. We'll do half of it today and half of it tomorrow. And And just keep in mind we are painting with very broad strokes here. This is not a because it's the amount of time we're looking at here. Um, you can't do a super deep dive. You'd have to do it over weeks and weeks and I don't know that you're that interested in it and, and plus this is a, you know, twenty five minute podcast a day. So usually we're talking about things in the broad scope of things, we're giving you, you know, a, a, a general idea of things, and then it's up to you to make your conclusions. Maybe you want to do a deeper dive on it on your own. Maybe not. Maybe this is all just some uh, anecdotal information for you to take in and and hopefully enjoy and be informed by it. Um, but we are going to look right now at the first draft Mark Yanetti and his staff presided over, and that was in two thousand and seven, and it was just a couple of weeks after he was named the official. Uh, Kings director of amateur scouting. Uh, and back in 2007, the Kings had 10 players to pick. Uh, they would end up selecting four players that would go on to have solid NHL careers. And here's the thing when you're judging this, whether you're judging if it was a successful draft, whether it was a pass or a fail or an A or a D or whatever your grade is for these things, it's all very subjective. Um, and, and plus you have to take into account a lot of different factors. Where were the Kings picking? in this particular draft? Were they picking high in the draft where they got to to select in each round in the top 10, something like that, or were they picking low in the draft? Did they even have a first round pick this year? If they did have a first round pick, where was it at? You know, wh- what is the state of the team that he is uh, looking to build around at this time? Is this is a team that's close to winning a Stanley cup. So you're not really taking uh, maybe players that are going to have an immediate impact the next year or two. You're, you can take a shot at maybe players that are going to develop a little bit longer. So, Look, again, there's a lot of factors to take into account with this. Again, we're painting with broad strokes. It's up to you to decide whether these drafts are successful or not. But I would say, and there's no way of knowing this scientifically unless you go you know, over the same period of time and break down all the other NHL teams' draft and figure out how many players did they have that they selected that went, that they went on to be star players, that went on to be players who contributed at the NHL level for several years, or guys that just never played in the NHL. So... Again, it's just a lot, just passing the information and, and I'll make my judgment. You'll make your judgment, but let's go back to the 2007 first draft for Mark and and his staff. They had 10 selections that year and four players that they selected would go on to have solid NHL careers. Uh, now the first player they selected was defenseman Thomas Hickey. He was uh, in the first round fourth overall, and he would not go on to play for the LA Kings. He would toil in the minor leagues and the AHL for several seasons and then he got plucked off the waiver wire by the New York Islanders in 2013. He would go on to play seven seasons with the New York Islanders. So is is that a success as far as the LA Kings? No, but is that a success as far as a talented player who ended up having a legitimate, lengthy career, almost 500 games at the NHL level? Um, I would say yes, that's a hit for the for the scouting department. It's not a hit for the organization because, again, he didn't end up contributing to the LA Kings. But we're talking about, did was a player selected by the Kings scouting department that went on to have a legitimate NHL career? And the answer for Thomas Hickey is yes. Now, being the fourth overall pick, you might say, well, he should have hit for the Kings. He shouldn't have been playing in the minors for, you know, five years and then being picked off of waivers. So in that regard, you could say it wasn't a hit. Um, but again, the player who they evaluated ended up being a solid NHL player in the NHL. So to me, I grade that as, as a hit or a win for the LA Kings scouting department when you're talking about rating Mark Unetti and his staff. Also selected in that 2007 draft was Wayne Simmons. He was a second-round pick. 61st overall. He had uh, a few nice seasons for the LA Kings. He was one of my favorite players when he played for the Kings because of his toughness, his willingness to drop the gloves, take on anybody. And he could put the puck in the net as well. Uh, The Kings would end up trading Wayne Simmons in the Mike Richards deal. So that was, even though, you know, that asset was uh, uh, something that was used to make the LA Kings better uh, and help uh, them win a couple of Stanley Cups. So again, another hit to me uh, for Mark Unetti and his staff. Also selected in 2007 defenseman alec martinez fourth round pick 95th selection overall obviously that speaks for itself uh helped the kings win two stanley cups played a major role still playing in the nhl now with the vegas golden knights and also another fourth round selection for the la kings 109th overall dwight king uh forward who helped the kings win a couple of stanley cups now he was a bottom six forward but was a physical player played a role uh on that uh, king's on those king's championship teams and was a contributor at the NHL level. So again, 10 selections in 2007, four of them went on to have significant NHL careers. Um, one was a piece that was used to acquire uh, a piece in Mike Richards to help the Kings win Stanley Cups. A couple of the other guys, Alec Martinez and Dwight King helped the Kings to win Stanley Cups. So I think 2007 was definitely a good draft for the LA Kings in 2008. The Kings would have nine selections. Two of them would go on to have solid NHL careers. One of them, has been a superstar for the Kings. Uh, That would be Drew Doughty. First round pick, second overall behind Steven Stamkos. And you could make the argument that this wasn't exactly a uh, deep dive by Mark Giannetti and his staff, that anybody could have picked Drew Doughty after Steven Stamkos was taken. And there's there's legitimacy to that. But the fact of the matter remains, the Kings did select Drew Doughty. He has gone on to have a Hall of Fame career. He's still playing uh, a significant role in the LA Kings lineup, a part of two Stanley Cup winners. Obviously, Drew Doughty has probably been the best pick of Mark Giannetti's uh, tenure with the LA Kings, even though it was kind of an obvious pick. Also picked in 2008 was defenseman Slava Voinov. He was a second-round pick, uh, 32nd overall. Another player who made it to the NHL level was a part of a Stanley Cup-winning team. Unfortunately, off-the-ice issues with Slava Voynov ended his career with the Kings and the NHL. But again, from a talent evaluation standpoint, another hit for Mark Giannetti and his staff. Although you would also have to say that in that 2008 draft, the Kings had uh, two picks in the first 13. Now we talked about Drew Doughty. Their second pick in the first round, 13th overall, was another defenseman, Colton Tubert. Uh, He played just 24 NHL games. He didn't play any games with the LA Kings. He would end up being a part of a trade that bought Dustin Penner from Edmonton to LA. Uh, But Colton Tubert, that was a miss. That was a swing and a miss by Mark and his staff. But they also did get Drew Doughty in that same draft to 2009, 10 selections that year for the LA Kings and five would go on to have NHL careers. This was an excellent draft, maybe the best draft for Mark Yanetti back in 2009. Here are the players that uh, he and his staff selected with their first pick fifth overall. They took forward Braden Shen. He's still playing in the NHL at a high level, not a superstar, but a very good uh, player. Uh, he won a Stanley cup with the St. Louis blues. He was a part of the Mike Richards trade as well with Wayne Simmons also selected in 2009, Kyle Clifford second round 35th pick overall, obviously uh, a a part of two Stanley cup winning teams, a guy who played a significant role for the Kings that brought a toughness to him was a guy who could contribute offensively as well. Uh, Also selected in 2009, Nick Deloria, was a third round pick of the Kings, 84th overall. Uh Nick DeLaurier has gone on to have a pretty solid NHL career. Uh the Kings would end up trading him to Buffalo for defenseman Braden McNabb. Um, but uh DeLaurier is still kicking around a physical forward. Uh he just signed a pretty good deal with the Philadelphia Flyers this offseason. So another player that the Kings selected who has made it to the NHL and is contributing. Also in two thousand nine seventh round pick, Jordan Nolan, 186th overall, he teamed up with uh with Dwight King on the uh, one of those lines in the bottom six that helped the Kings win a couple of Stanley Cups, uh, played his role uh, very well. And for a seventh round pick, uh, obviously a lot of value there. Also in the seventh round, 198th overall, the Kings selected forward Nick Dowd. He's another guy who, um, you know, didn't have a spectacular career with the Kings, but he's still playing at the NHL level. He's now with the Washington Capitals, so he's a guy seventh round pick who has turned into a, a solid NHL player. So again, from a talent standpoint. Uh, Of the 10 players selected, five players have gone on to have very solid NHL careers. And again, a couple of them have contributed to the Kings winning Stanley Cups, like Kyle Clifford and Jordan Nolan. I think that's one of the better drafts that uh, Mark Unetti and his staff has had in their tenure with the Kings back in 2009. In 2010, uh, the Kings had five selections, Two of the players they selected would go on to have pretty solid NHL careers. The first one was defenseman Derek Forbert. He was a first-round pick, 15th overall. Um, now, he did not hit with the Kings, but he's still playing in the NHL with the Boston Bruins. The Kings would end up trading him to Calgary for a fourth round pick. So as far as an organizational standpoint, that, you know, that pick didn't work out because you invested a first round pick in a guy and and it ended up being a fourth round pick. Now I didn't go back and check and see what that fourth round pick ended up being. Um, But uh, again, Derek Forbert, a solid NHL player um, didn't hit as well with the Kings as they would have liked. But as far as a talent evaluation, they thought he was an NHL caliber player. Uh, and and he turned out to be that. Uh, their second round pick was uh, more successful for the LA Kings, and that was forward Tyler Foley. He was picked the forty seventh pick overall in round number two back in twenty ten. Of course, helped the uh, Kings win a Stanley Cup. Uh, He was traded to Vancouver for some picks along with prospect Tyler Madden coming to LA. And Tyler Madden's a a decent level prospect in the Kings organization. We'll see if he turns out to be anything or not. A couple other names you might remember who did kick around in the NHL a bit, Jordan Wheel and Kevin Graval also picked for the Kings in 2010. So a decent uh, haul for the Kings back in 2010. In 2011, the Kings had six selections. Um, Only two would go on to play at the NHL level of any significance. The Kings did not have a first round pick that year. Uh, their their uh, third round pick in 2011, 80th overall would be forward Andy andreoff He's still kicking around in the Islanders organization. And you don't know this because I've only been doing this podcast for uh, you know a little over a month. But Andy andreoff uh, was a guy, and we all have these guys. He was, he was a King that I loved to hate. Hate's a strong word, but... Uh, I just I never thought he was a legitimate NHL player. I couldn't understand why he would get the minutes that he got, even though it was a bottom six role. He never seemed to contribute anything. Um, They thought he was a guy who had some toughness, but he never seemed to win fights that he was involved in. So and again, I don't know Andy Andrew. This is all we're all talking about at a hockey level. He could be an awesome dude. Maybe was a great teammate. Um, but I, he was one of those guys and we all have them, you know, you know, maybe there's a guy on the team now or a guy in the past. You're just like, ah, oh, this guy, this guy drives me crazy. He, he was Andrei Andrew Andrioff Was that guy for me also in 2011, the Kings with a third round pick 82nd overall took forward Nick shore, um, you know, decent time in the NHL, the first pick for the Kings in 2011. Again, they didn't have a first round pick was in the second round 49th overall. They took goaltender, Christopher Gibson, um, he has not turned out to be much of anything. He is uh, still playing in the minor leagues somewhere, um, but he played 16 NHL games, none with the LA Kings. So that was a, a swing and a miss for Mark and and his staff on that one. Goaltenders are uh, a difficult group to select from. All right, let's go on to 2012 where the Kings had six selections. Two players would go on to be legitimate NHL players, the Kings in this draft. And again, when you're judging drafts, you also have to take in the context of, where they were picking and how many picks they had. Uh, The Kings uh, only had one pick in the first three rounds uh, in this one, and they did hit with that pick, and that was forward Tanner Pearson, their first-round selection, 30th overall uh, that year. Of course, he would go on to be a part of that 70s line with Tyler Toffoli and win a Stanley Cup and had some good seasons with the LA Kings. He has uh, since moved on uh, and is now in Uh, Vancouver, I believe. He's still playing in Vancouver. The Kings ended up trading him for Carl Haglund uh, to Pittsburgh, and that was a deal that did not work out. I did not include that in my critique of uh, some of Rob Blake's trades. I probably should have included that one in there, but uh, that that trade did not work out. Tanner Pearson's a better player than than Carl Hagelin, but the Kings needed speed and Carl Hagelin was fast, even though he couldn't score. Uh, also in the 2012 draft, uh defenseman, Colin Miller was selected in the fifth round by the Kings, 151st overall. Uh, they ended up trading him to Boston in the Milan Lucic deal. And he's still playing in the NHL now with the Buffalo Sabres. So of the six players selected in 2012, two of them uh, still playing in the NHL and still playing uh, quality time for the teams that they are playing on. And the final draft to look at was 2013, Seven selections for the Kings. Only one of them would turn out to play in the NHL and not with the LA Kings. So this was a pretty bad draft for the Kings. Unfortunately, we close out on a down note for Mark and Eddie and his staff. The Kings did not have a first round pick in 2013. Uh, the first selection they made was a forward named Valentin Zykov. Uh, 37th pick overall. Uh, he did not work out to say the least. Uh, also, some names in that 2013 draft, uh, Justin Auger, Hudson Faushing, Johnny Brzezinski. Uh, the one player that did hit for the Kings was forward Dominic Kubelik. Uh, he's now playing for the Red Wings. He had a couple of good years for the Chicago Blackhawks. He was a seventh-round pick of the Kings, 109th, 191st overall. And for whatever reason, um, uh, Mark Yannetti probably have a good story about this, but for whatever reason, Dominic Kubelik didn't want to play for the Kings. And he didn't sign with the Kings. And so the Kings decided, well, he's not going to play for us for whatever reason. Let's get something in return for him. And so they got him from uh, for a draft pick from Chicago. Or else they would have just had nothing for him. Because for whatever reason, he didn't want to play for the Kings. But he's gone on to be a fairly decent NHL player. But that 2013 draft, not a high draft for the LA Kings. So again, just looking at those seven years, I think pretty solid Contributions. Drew Doughty obviously was the highlight of those first seven years for Mark Giannetti and his staff. Um, I think there was a lot of quantity here. Maybe not a lot of quality as far as superstar players other than Drew Doughty. But again, a lot of quality players. Wayne Simmons, Alec Martinez, Dwight King, Slava Voynov, Braden Shen, Kyle Clifford, Jordan Nolan, Nick Delorier, Tyler Tofoli, Derek Forbert. Um, Tanner Pearson, Colin Miller. Those are all, those guys all have had very solid NHL careers. And the one, the one shining pick of course has been Drew Dowdy. So pretty good. I would say the first seven years for, for Mark Unetti as far as the, the players that were selected again, when you're talking about your scouting staff, you're asking them to find talented players that can make it at the NHL level. Now, whether they turn out to make it or not is partially based on them and partially based on kind of the circumstances, right? They they might be traded to help the team in other ways, like Wayne Simmons, like Braden Shen, to bring in a Mike Richards to help the Kings win a couple of Stanley Cups. So those assets were valuable to the LA Kings, even though they themselves necessarily weren't the ones that were valuable on the ice. They were part of the value to bring in another valuable piece. If that Hopefully that makes sense. So when you're selecting players, the, your job is to select guys that will make it to the NHL. Um, and then where they go from that is kind of up to the organization. But I, again, talking about Mark Unetti, the director of amateur scouting and the scouting department, um, I think on the whole, pretty solid job for his first seven years. Uh, we'll talk about the next seven years on tomorrow's show. Um, but hopefully you've enjoyed the information, uh, passed out here about, uh, some of the Kings draft picks, where they've been selected and how the Kings have done, uh, under Mark Unetti. Uh, for the first seven years of him on the job. And he's still going strong uh, for the Los Angeles Kings. More on Mark Giannetti and his draft picks coming up on tomorrow's show. Hey, I want to tell you about a product I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because when you get to be my age, I'm 52, sometimes you need a little extra something to get you going. And with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source, superfoods, probiotics, and antigens, to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focus and aging. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar and it costs you less than three dollars a day. That's cheaper than your morning coffee or your after work brew. And you're investing in your health. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and is even recommended by some professional athletes. Now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day is all you need. Uh, you don't have to take a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health and to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Well, unfortunately, some very sad news to pass along in the hockey world today. And if you watched the LA Kings playoff series this past year against the Edmonton Oilers, you probably saw or heard about six-year-old Oilers fan Ben Stetler. Um, he was at the uh, playoff games in Los Angeles. He was kind of the good luck charm for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, the, the team basically adopted him um, as their super fan for this season. Uh, he had been courageously battling cancer. He had a brain tumor uh, and became a big rallying point for the Oilers. Unfortunately, he passed away today. Um, and there has been a huge outpouring of support for him and his family. Um, you know, I, I've been uh, kind of a part of the hockey world now for about 20 years. Um, and, you know, getting to work in the NHL media, um, covering the NHL with the, the the podcast that I've done, the Puck Podcast, and now this show, getting a press credential, going you know to the rink and and meeting a lot of different people behind the scenes, it is it has always struck me how tight knit and small the NHL community is, and uh, it, it, this type of thing reminds you of how small and how intimate it actually kind of is, um, the outpouring of uh, again support. Uh, for his family and all of the different teams and players and fan bases, all, you know, on social media, uh, just giving an outpouring of support for the family and, and, you know, uh, sharing their, the sadness with them. Um, It was, it's, it's inspiring to see, but it obviously comes at a very, very sad time. So uh, if you remember that young man, uh, gosh, just six years old, uh, Ben Stittler passing away today, he did inspire a lot of people. I mean, I can't even imagine being that young and having to go through so much in those treatments and everything else. Hopefully, the Edmonton Oilers uh, and his experiences getting to hang out with Connor McDavid and those guys helped to brighten his uh, his short life a little bit. Um, but yeah, that just seeing that news today was obviously very, very sad. And uh, all the best to the family of Ben Stittler, the super fan, six years old for the Edmonton Oilers. There is obviously no easy transition out of that news, but I did want to update you on the World Junior Championships, which is going on right now uh, up in Edmonton. Uh, day two of the tournament, uh, Sweden was in action, and that meant that LA Kings prospect Helga Grands, a defenseman, second-round pick in 2020, was on the ice for Sweden as they knocked off Switzerland 3-2 in their tournament opener. Uh, Grands picked up a secondary assist on the team's opening goal of the tournament. Um, the defenseman was a plus-one for the game. So Helga Granz and his Team Sweden uh, getting off to a good start there at the World Juniors. Coming up on day three on Thursday, uh, Team Finland will be back in action. And that means that King's prospects Kasper Samantavl and Samuel Hellinius will be taking the ice as they take on the Czech Republic. I'm also told that uh, it, it goes by the name Czechia now. Is that right? I, nobody told me about this. I always called it the Czech Republic. Of course, it was Czechoslovakia at one time, but apparently they changed the name a few years back and I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's really taken. But um, either way, (laughs) Finland is taking on either the Czech Republic or Czechia, if you like. Uh, That is an 11 a.m. Pacific time game. You can watch it on the NHL Network, which is airing all the games of the World Junior Championships. And I'm also told it is streaming for free on FUBU TV and Sling TV as well, if you'd like to check out those games. And we'll keep track of those Kings prospects as the tournament goes on. Did have a Pacific Division rival report, uh, some news involving Uh, some of the Kings competition in the Pacific division, the Vegas golden Knights signed restricted free agent center, Nicholas Waugh to a five-year $15 million extension. He's 25 years old, had a career season last year with 15 goals and 24 assists in 78 games. And the golden Knights also signed forward Keegan Colasar to a three-year $4.2 million contract. He's 25. Also a career year for him last year, with 24.7 goals and 17 assists. Also, some news on the Seattle Kraken, who have added former LA Kings assistant coach Dave Lowry to their staff as an assistant. Uh, You might remember Lowry was on the bench for the LA Kings as an assistant during the 2017 and 2018 seasons under then-coach John Stevens. Uh, uh, Lowry was most recently an interim coach uh, and assistant coach with the Winnipeg Jets. So, some news on some Pacific Division rivals, to. Pass along. Hey, if you'd like to place a wager on the LA Kings to win the Stanley Cup next season, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find uh, esports, uh, golf, Major League Baseball as well, all over there at Bet Online. Also, you can use your mobile device to learn more about all the action happening today. That is Bet Online, where the game starts. To keep up to date on this show and what's going on with the LA Kings, please follow us on Twitter. We are at LockedOnLAKings. If you'd like to send me an email with any comments or thoughts on anything I've been talking about lately, love to get your feedback. We usually read all the comments uh, on Friday in our feedback uh, section. Uh, The email address is LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. That is LockedOnEddie, E-D-D-I-E at gmail.com hey thanks for making locked on la kings your first listen every day now make your second listen locked on nhl locked on experts give you a daily 30 minute podcast of all things nhl all year long stay up to date on everything in the hockey world that's locked on nhl your daily 30 minute nhl podcast thank you again for listening to locked on la kings i want to wish you a good day i'm eddie garcia always reminding you go kings go